you just think we just, you know, whatever happens, we just shit another player. I, and everything's going to be perfect. All of our fans think that. You all think that. That's what you write about. You don't want to be here. There's a specific reason. Not really, you know, I, I think we did a poor job recruiting. If guys are coming in and immediately walking out the door because it was something different than what they thought it would be. And we lied to them during recruiting or we, we sold them on a dream that wasn't true. Yeah, you know, right now uh, we have the atmosphere of a, of a J.C. softball game. You know, I mean, that's what we are, J.C. softball team. As long as, you know... Uh, it's 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 not whether you win or lose. It's like who, the, the the team that wins is the one that has the most fun. You know that crap like that. You know all this stuff that's contaminated America, where they give every kid a trophy and they don't keep scoring little league anymore. Is we want to be a big, fast, dominating, aggressive, relentless football team that nobody in the SEC wants to play. Now that's also a second in the West, baby. Yes, sir. <laughs> Winning the SEC probably is harder than winning the national championship. Do you know that? Well, how about the fucking dogs? Turn that down, you Hey, buddy, this beer's for you, Mike, and cousin Shane. That SEC podcast loves the Pirate, and the Pirate loves that SEC podcast. Hail State. Welcome in the latest episode of that SEC podcast presented by MyBookie. I'm your host, Mike Bratton. I go by SEC Mike on Twitter, and I'm joined as always with my cousin Shane, who goes by Big Orange Vols on Twitter. What are you up to, you big Tennessee homer? Hey, babe, what's going on? Oh, man, alive. It seems like uh, every day that passes, <laughs> we lose us a uh, SEC bowl game. We'll get to that in a moment, but uh, just having a Merry Christmas over here, man. How are you doing? Yeah, same, man. Had a Merry Christmas. Had I hope everybody did. Uh, you know, I hope you got what you wanted. I know there's a lot of Auburn fans happy now. Mm-hmm. Got them a coach and... Uh, you know, I thought it was a really good Christmas. It was a white Christmas up here, Mike. I haven't had snow in East Tennessee on Christmas in like 30 years. And uh, we were able to experience that. So I actually got snowed in. And I think that's just what we needed up here, man. Just a little break. So uh, just. Hey, wait satisfied. a second, Shane. So are you saying it was a freeze in East Tennessee? <laughs> <laughs> I see what you're doing there, Mike. And uh, I'm not going to get. <laughs> I'm not going to get sucked into that, but I uh, did watch that game between him and uh, uh, old Coastal Carolina. That was a hell of a game, Mike. Yeah, that's actually one of the ones that I have kind of tuned in, watched the entire bowls so far after we lost the South Carolina game. That was a hell of a game, so who knows? I mean, I could see both those guys coaching in the SEC here before long. You know what? Absolutely. Well, hey, buddy, sticking on that theme, we've got a couple quick hitters around the SEC. You ready to get to it? Let's do it. Now let's go around the league. My my daughters said something about me wearing a visor and need to put on a hat because I'm getting bald. So uh, so I'm going to wear a hat from here on out. I mean, if you look over the next six years, I think we played Miami three times, Florida State six times, South Florida three times, Mississippi State once. So who's the SEC teams? You know, I mean, I don't think I think it's an injustice for the kids. They should, we should mix those games up, and you should 
um, you know, played more teams from the West. Why, why don't you start calling around and see if you can get somebody else to play us, and we'll play them. Uh, we'll play anybody you can get to play us. In Louisiana, hold on a second. Hey, guys! Hey! I'm having a press conference, okay? Thank you! All right, so again, I kind of teased it there on bad news for Missouri fans because the Music City Bowl here in Nashville officially been canceled. Eli Drinkowitz and his uh, program, you know, they got off to such a, a hot streak there going into the beginning of December, and it kind of fell apart on them there at the end. And now they're going to miss out on an opportunity to you know, really finish the, the season on a high note by beating the hell out of Iowa in the Music City Bowl. But it just sucks, man. We're going to have to wait till uh, 2021 to see Missouri take the field again. Was that COVID-related or was that that travesty y'all y'all had to deal with this Christmas? No, it was uh, COVID, from what I understand, on the Missouri. Again, this is the, the thing I was kind of bitching about on the last show. We, had, we got turned around immediately and play these bowl games. And I, I've gotten some blowback. I mean, I understand there's TV contracts and all this, but this is the result, man. We we just played a you know a 12, 13 week season here. We got to turn around immediately and play these bowl games. It's just I'm afraid we're gonna lose even more. You know what? Yeah. No, you may be right, man. I just hope it ain't any of the biggins. Exactly. Now they've already said if any of the playoff games are affected, they're they're obviously not gonna cancel them. They're just gonna they'll delay until they. Barely you didn't get him a muzzle for Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> Let me try that again. So the college football playoff, they've already said, if they have any issues, you know, let's hope that they don't. They'll uh, delay those games until all the teams can compete. So that's a uh, silver lining on that one. Absolutely. Well, hey, speaking of the college football playoff, we're going to have plenty of those guys, or the Heisman finalists, I should say, in the college football playoff because you see Shane the 2020 Heisman Trophy finalists have been announced mm-hmm. and three of the four come from the SEC brother mm-hmm. Mac Jones Alabama yeah Devonta Smith of course Alabama Kyle Trask Florida and last but not least old sunshine Trevor Lawrence from Clemson <laughs> and from what I understand Najee Harris finished fifth so three out of five from Alabama I mean if that don't say where Nick Saban's dynasty's at at the moment, I don't know what does. But uh, who do you like to win it? I guess now that we know the four finalists again: Mac Jones, Devonta Smith, Kyle Trask, and Old Sunshine. Well, I'm thinking an Alabama player. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I'm just playing the odds here, Mike. Uh, I think it's going to go to Jones. To be honest with you, I know Devonta Smith uh, is deserving. But I, I think at the end of the day, this is a this is a position that's usually won by a quarterback, and uh, I, I think if that's the case, we take the best one in the in the country right now. And mm-hmm. and nothing against Sunshine, uh, he's you know apparently he's locked up with the Jets. They're already tweeting out stuff, you know, or not the Jets, but the Jaguars. Did you see that? Yeah, they've locked up number one. So yeah. if and when he goes pro, it looks like he's gonna be a Jaguar. Oh, I know, man. Just think about your teams tweeting out future first-round draft picks. So, <laughs> uh, I, I don't know. I, I think that what it is, what it is. But I, I just think Jones is going to be the guy to to win. And and uh, do you think there's any chance Smith gets the position or gets the gets the Heisman? 
Well, I think that's a strong possibility, considering he's been uh, the Heisman favorite now the last week or so, just based on the betting odds. But Mm -hmm. if I'm an Alabama fan, here's what I'm concerned about, Shane. With so many Alabama guys in there, Um. and I don't know if you know this, there's so many Heisman voters. There's over 1,000. I'd be a little afraid that uh, Mac Jones and Devonta Smith potentially split votes. So, you know, that... Could end up costing one of them, and maybe I don't think it'll be Kyle Trask after they lost, you know, their final two games. Mm-hmm. But maybe, just maybe, Trevor Lawrence sneaks in there for people that I don't know want to give him like a career achievement and all this. So I'm not predicting that, but I'm just saying this could be one of the most wild Heisman votings we've seen in a long time. I think it's going to be a close one. Yeah, I don't know, man. Just 10 SEC games, never been done before, mm-hmm. and to be undefeated. I, it just seems like – I see where you're coming from, but I just think uh, I just think it's got to be a bammer. Yeah, yeah, I think you're right. Let's hope you're right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, let's jump on down next, Shane, to Columbia. Because the Gamecock fans, man, they've been dying for some coaching news here. We finally got it, Shane. Seven – Official hires here by Shane Beamer, his first seven hires. And I'm going to run down the guys uh, that are being retained, Shane. Mike Bobo, offensive coordinator and quarterbacks coach. I don't think that's a huge surprise. Des Kitchens, the running backs coach, who they got him from NC State last offseason. And I think, uh, you know. Ken Freddy? <laughs> no, 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 he's not. But, uh, you know, based on what we've seen with Kevin Harris, you could certainly – See why they'd want to keep their running backs coach around. And and don't forget Marshawn Lloyd's coming back next year. I mean, they're going to have one hell of a running back room. Tracy Rocker, the defensive line coach, also being retained. Mm. Outside linebackers coach Mike Peterson being retained. And then last but certainly not least, Connor Shaw is coming back, but they've announced he is coming. He He's not going to be full, full-time staff. And he wasn't last year either until – Muschamp got fired. He was the one they promoted up. Yeah. So he's staying on the staff, just not one of the 10 full-time assistants. Mm-hmm. And then they've hired three other guys that were not on staff at South Carolina last year. Will Friend, offensive line coach. Shane, uh-oh. Whoa. Uh, tight ends coach is going to be a guy, Eric Kimry. All South Carolina fans should know that name. He was uh, the high school coach there at Hammond School, which was is in Columbia. That's the uh, – High school of uh, former five-star Jordan Birch. He's been wildly successful. Former Gamecock quarterback through the uh, classic fade there. And then special teams coach Pete Lumbo from Memphis. So, you know, an interesting staff, Shane. Just my thoughts on that because, you know, I thought that was the big thing with uh, Shane Beamer. You know, he promised. You know, I, I think that's kind of what you thought you were getting with Shane Beamer was uh, – you know, he hired kind of a, an unknown head coach, surround him with all these elite assistants. Right. And, I mean, I'm seeing South Carolina fans are pretty, for the most part, pretty fired up about this. They're not, it seems like a lot of them are not sold on Mike Bobo, but it seems like the rest of the SEC is saying, well, hell, where's the big names at? Yeah. No, I'm, 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 I'm not with them uh, because I, I really do think, I think Mike, with what he's got to work with, it's going to be all right. And, and, you know, he's got a proven track record. But, yeah, I'm kind of with them. I, I, I still am a little 
leery on some of these hires. Mm-hmm. Not not that they're bad hires. It's just I was looking for some signature assistance. Apparently, I need to get some muzzles too, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I mean, this is all going to hinge for me on who the defensive coordinator is. That's obviously yet to be filled. And I'm hoping we're going away from the Will Muschamp, Nick Saban defense because it just wasn't getting it done in Columbia. So here's the uh, the few positions that need to be filled. Obviously, just said defensive coordinator. They need a receivers coach. And they need either another defensive backs coach or linebackers coach. So the defensive coordinator, I'm sure, can fill one of those voids. But uh, So we've got three positions yet to fill here for Shane Beamer. And last thing I wanted to note on this coaching staff, what, what this means following this news, it doesn't look like Bobby Bentley or Joe Cox, either one of those guys, they were on the full-time staff last, last season, not coming back to the Gamecocks. No. Have you heard anything about Steele? Yeah, that's the latest rumbling. And, of course, so he's now interim – well, no, no longer interim at Auburn. He's uh, – I believe he's serving as head coach for Auburn's upcoming bowl game against Northwestern. Mm-hmm. So I would anticipate news of uh, him staying or going after, you know, they don't want to disrupt the bowl game. So probably still think he can play for South Carolina though. Oh yeah. Big time. Yeah. I mean, that would be, that's what they need. They need an elite defensive coordinator. They need a Kevin Steele. One name being thrown out there, Derek Mason, former Vanderbilt coach. So that'd be good. I thought there's some big names there. Is LSU, he interviewed for them yet? Yeah, apparently he did as well. So that okay. LSU, South Carolina, I mean, that's uh, – I could certainly see why you'd, you'd want to go to LSU over South Carolina just based on the talent <laughs> they have on staff. But I think you could ar- also argue Derek Mason is going to know the personnel a lot better in the SECE, so he would be a good fit there as well. Yeah, for sure. And, oh, last thing on the Gamecock, Shane, real quick, Parker White, the kicker, He's announced he's coming back, so hey, there you go. We've got a boost there. He's a solid <laughs> kicker. You, hey, nobody loves a kicker till you don't. You ain't got one, and uh, yeah, trust me, I know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Shane. Before we move on here, I want to remind the listeners we're brought to you by MyBookie. Head on over to MyBookie.ag today with that promo code that. SEC. It's the most wonderful time of the year, Shane. <laughs> we all deserve a win. We all deserve a little extra money in our pocket. And we all deserve to have a little fun. So the only place you're guaranteed to get all three, you know where that is, Shane. MyBookie.ag. The only sports book that doesn't care whether you're naughty or nice this year. We got gifts for everybody. <laughs> Sign on up today. Receive a ultimate stocking stuff for a 50% deposit match up to $1,000 using that promo code THATSEC. That's T-H-A-T-S-E-C. Head on over to mybookie.ag. They got uh, NFL football, college football, college basketball, NBA, NFL, MMA. They got it all. Head on over to mybookie.ag today using that promo code that. SEC, head on over to my bookie. Made the make the most of your holidays this weekend and strut into 2021 with some cash in your pocket. Doesn't that sound good, Shane? Oh, I love cash, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> well, head on over to my bookie. All right, Shane. So, hey, next up, real quick here, let's jump on down to Arkansas. Woo pig! Where, man, we got a treat. 
Arkansas fans got a treat for Christmas because Grant Morgan, senior linebacker, led the SEC with 111 tackles. He announced he's coming back, and that's a big one, Shane, because he was a redshirt senior. This was the first year he ever started, believe it or not. And, I mean, I think he's going to be an early front runner for Defensive Player of the Year. And this is what the Razorbacks need, man. They need guys that are – I mean, obviously we knew Grant Morgan was committed. Hell, he's, he's out there playing with one arm in half these games. But, Absolutely. you know, someone to, to continue the fight, to continue to build that thing up. And uh, this is what we were talking about with Arkansas towards the tail end of the season. They didn't have the depth to, to kind of – you know, once they lost a guy or two, it was, it was de- devastating to their depth. And now when you got a leader like this coming back and you got emerging talent behind them, I mean, this is, uh, this is the perfect storm for, I think we've, we've mentioned this before, you know, when they announced that these, you know, everybody gets a year of free eligibility, that wasn't going to affect Alabama and Georgia and, and LSU and Florida with, you know, with all this loaded NFL talent they got. But the teams it was going to help was in Arkansas was a South Carolina with Parker White coming back. And, you know, the teams at the bottom with players that still have a lot to prove in not mm. maybe, maybe not at the college rank, but at the NFL level, if they want to be true NFL players, they may need another season of tape out there. You know what? No, I think that's huge, man. And is this a domino effect, you think? Uh, because I thought they also had an offensive lineman uh, decide to come back too. Yeah, they may have. I mean – that we're dealing with uh, Christmas and families coming in and out, so I may have missed that tidbit. But, yeah. yeah, I think any player you can get back, if you're Arkansas at this point, is just going to oh, yeah. catapult you that much uh, going into next season. You know what? Yeah, I think the biggest recruit recruits are on that team already, man. Like this, if you can get some of these guys to come back, you know, that gives Sam an extra year to, to you know, to implement his system. Like you said, build that competitive depth. So, uh, that's huge, man. That's I, I. I tell you what, it made a lot of my Arkansas feed was on fire Christmas, man. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Shane. Hey, well, next thing, real quick, let's jump on down to Tuscaloosa. Roll Tide. You know, this is not necessarily Alabama related, but I just wanted to make this quick note because if you missed it over the holidays, Miami quarterback. De- I always screw up this, how to say this guy's name, Derek King. Uh, you know, he's a dual-threat guy. He's the guy that uh, played at Houston, and then he was a graduate transfer this year at Miami. He announced that he's coming back, and the Hurricanes are 8-2 and two this year. So, you know, a pretty solid turnaround there with the former Auburn offensive coordinator, Rhett Lashley's running the Miami system. Mm-hmm. And the only reason I mention this, because obviously we don't give a damn about Miami football, but guess who they open up against next season, Shane? Miami versus Alabama in Atlanta, the Mercedes-Benz Stadium, September 4th. So maybe the defending champions, you know, opening up against a a sixth-year senior quarterback down there at Miami. I mean, all of a sudden, you know, we're so far out from that game. But all of a sudden, that game is a little bit more interesting, in my opinion. Yeah, you sound like a Tennessee fan. Are you talking about Nick? (laughs) I ain't got done this. (laughs) I don't know, man. He's probably looking at that schedule thinking he, well, maybe I should transfer out one more time. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, oh, one last nugget here I got, Shane. Let's kick it all down to Athens real quick where. Oh, dog, sick him. <laughs> hey, we might be going through 
something we've seen before with the Georgia Bulldogs going into a big bowl game, and they're down a number of players because uh, their defensive back, Eric Stokes, has opted out. He's not going to play in the game. Same Mm -hmm. as uh, senior linebacker Monty Rice, senior offensive lineman Ben Cleveland, and senior tight end Trey McKitty. And then Trey Hill, the center, is also out with a knee surgery. So all of a sudden the Bulldogs are a little bit depleted here. But uh, Kirby Smart has says has said that uh, Aziz Ojalari, their outstanding outside linebacker, Mark Webb will also play, and senior Richard LeCount, who got into that uh, dirt bike accident back in October, uh-huh. he's going to try to play. So, man, I just think it'd be great if uh, you know he got to play in one more game as a Georgia Bulldog LeCount that is, and I think it's promising that you know you understand some of these guys making this decision. But you see a guy like LeCount who's potentially putting it all on the line here to play for the Bulldogs one last time. I think that's great. And if he is able to play, that should give the Bulldogs all the juice they need heading into an undefeated matchup with Cincinnati in the bowl game. So I just wanted to make a note on uh, you know the guys in and out of the lineup for the Bulldogs there. No, that's good. And that, that may be the spark they need because, you know, a lot of these bowl games, especially when you're right there on the bubble of getting into the playoffs, mm-hmm. you know, they kind of limp into a bowl game, it seems like. But, you know, you got talent like this coming back and, you know, like you said, putting it all on the line, that creates that momentum and uh, makes it very interesting, especially with gambling. <laughs> all right, Shade. So not a ton of news here in the SEC trying to give you what, what we got at the time. And uh, mm-hmm. we'll have some bowl games here, hopefully. Hopefully they don't cancel them all before we get to. <laughs> but uh, no, we've seriously we've got uh, some some upcoming bowl games starting with uh, Florida and Oklahoma. That'll be the, actually the first one we've got on the uh, December thirtieth in the middle of the week here. So mm-hmm. looking forward to talking some bowl games with you, brother. And uh, anything else you got before we get out on this one? No, that's that's pretty much it, man. Uh, you know, kind of a shorter pod. We're still on that holiday schedule, but uh, <laughs> hopefully uh, we'll get some more uh, more information for you guys this week as, as we go along. Because, you know, even though football's coming to a, a, a halt, you know, this is when coaches are getting fired and hired and we, we'll have all kinds of stuff coming out. So mm-hmm. I look forward to it, Mike. Yeah. And don't forget one last thing. If you made it this far, give us a five star written review on the Apple podcast app. We're happy to send you a free beer koozie. All you got to do is email your uh, your review to that SEC podcast at gmail.com. And don't forget, in the show notes, we've got t-shirts over at tpublic.com. Uh, all kinds of merchandise, coffee mugs, pillows, phone cases, hoodies. We've even got onesies for the for the little toddlers out there. So, hey, we're, uh, we're like a little mini business over here. You know what? I love it, man. I love it. And uh, if you get if you got a picture with it, just send it to us. And I'll be sure to retweet it there on Twitter. All right. So that's going to do it. Thanks for joining me, Shane, as always. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. Catch you on the next one. All right. See you guys. Go balls.